This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. We should do it, we should do it at the end of this segment, Sean. We've got Payne another observation from last night. I've got night. a lot of observations. My very can, first one, I'll, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. Let me write, wait, let me jot it down because I don't want to, I don't want to com- forget to compliment you. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll sprinkle in some observations from the Houston Sports Awards last night. It was, a, it was a great event. Congrats to Patty Smith and everybody else involved. Um, so Mike Kafka and Dijero Ivero did their interviews yesterday. Ivero was over Zoom. Kafka was in person. Someone texted. This is a middle screen, actually, texting. Tom, middle screen. On the trailer wheel and frame text page. Trailer wheel and frame. This middle screen's one of the early risers here. What if Kafka had been at the awards last night? Now, that would have been the talk of the awards show. <laughs> yeah, that would have, what, yeah, what if the Texans? That would be a that would be in poor taste. Yeah. If the Texans, like, uh, showed up unveiling the new head coach uh, as other, especially as, like, the Astros are being honored for World Series championships and everything, that would be that would be considered in poor taste, like trying to upstage the event that everybody no was doubt. there for. Well, yeah. it was the Astros Invitational last night. It too. really was. I mean, they won every Jer- award other than College Athlete of the Year. I did a little thing at the beginning of with Jeremy Pena, yeah. uh, of which he was unaware until about 33 seconds before. That was my concern. Yeah. <laughs> Is that he, was, he wasn't going to be totally sure. Of, like I, yeah. He was going to come in kind of unprepped for and that. And then I felt like a, I felt like a total, like... Um, morning coffee chat TV show jerk because I made him do the little heart thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Like, you got to make the people happy. Playing to the crowd, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so so Kafka was not there last night. Um, no, nor was Evie Rowe. Nor was Evie Rowe. Um, he was not there. D'Amico, Ryans, Jonathan Gannon, Shane Steichen, they are all candidates for the job that are um, playing. They're coaching in games this weekend, so they they can't be interviewed until Monday, January 30th. Sean Payton will get to in the next segment. Sean Payton's entire candidacy for a head coaching job, I don't know if it's falling apart or if he just doesn't want a gig. We'll get to that at 6.35-ish. Um, what are your power rankings right now? My this, power rankings. Yes, the Seth Payne head coach power rankings. In reverse order. Okay, counting up. Starting at number seven Okay, is Sean Payton. Uh, Bottom of the list. A little bit of this is sour grapes because I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to be here. But it was really easy to not want him here after he leaked to Colin Coward. I say leak. He flat out told Colin Coward, according to Colin Coward, and this was never corrected by Sean Payton or anything. He basically made it really, really easy for people to connect the dots and make it seem like the Zoom interview was just an atrocity and the McNairs were awful and everything, despite reports to the otherwise for both that interview and others. Um, And not to mention that Peyton has been leaking every little thing to Colin Coward all along the way. And I don't I don't have any need in my life for a little a, a little media wannabe head coach who's more concerned with advancing his own agenda than actually winning football games or championships. Seems like you're not alone in that. Yeah. And we'll get to that in the next segment. Who's oh, yeah, next? I forgot we're doing a power ranking. Yeah, yeah, I actually wanted next? to make this whole into like a into a bash Sean Payton segment. You'll get segment. that in the next segment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you get your chance. Number six. I numbered these poorly, so I need to do this little math in my That's mind. okay. Six, Kafka. 
And uh, he seems like a swell fella, but there are tons of swell fellas who aren't cut out to be head coaches. And frankly, I just haven't seen it. I, you know, yesterday, I think we were using the term soft-spoken probably is a... Um, I think we were saying soft, and people interpreted that as soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's his, his own father said he had a soft personality. Soft demeanor. A soft demeanor, yep. right. Which is different than... Uh, as I was talking to Wade Phillips last night, I was thinking, okay... Wade Phillips is somewhat soft-spoken, and yet he's got a, a head coach vibe and an edge to him in a lot of ways. No doubt. You know what I love? Well, because Wade, when Wade delivers, shows his edgy side, he kind of does it in a little, you know, like a little, he sneaks in a little quip here and there. So I'm like, yeah, okay, this is, this is good soft, soft-spoken, but it's different than being a soft personality. Yep. I just haven't seen that side of Kafka, and I've watched various interviews and uh, interactions with his players to where there's no... It's a lack of juice and zest and energy Be that I'm accustomed to seeing yep. in head coaches. Number six? Number five. I renumbered these for you. Oh, you did while I, did. I was talking? Yes. Oh, thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Okay. Um, number five, Thomas Brown. Because yep. I don't... I know nothing other than him, other than he has a perfect head coach he personality. He has juice. He has a head coach yes. personality. And if yet, juice is the cover yes. charge, he's allowed in the club. Yeah, and yet it feels like he's been Sean McVay's consigliere for the last two yes. years, which is almost a, he's the assistant head coach for the Rams. As a very young man who's never been a coordinator or anything, it's one thing if like you are identified really early and you're an assistant coach. Like, Tomlin only spent one year as a defensive coordinator. Did a really good job with it, but he had already kind of been tabbed as a guy that had some juice or the it factor yeah. or whatever to him. So Thomas Brown, I have no idea what to make of him. Uh, other than he seems like an awesome guy with the right personality attributes, but I haven't seen him necessarily in a leadership position. Yep. So when we get into the really serious candidates, in my opinion, there's Eviro, who is at number four, Yep. and who has done a marvelous job as a defensive coordinator in just one year. And I was talking to Wade Phillips about this last night, is that, you know, I, I think a lot of people had this perception in their mind of, oh, okay, Vic Fangio got fired, and it was because they couldn't figure out the offense, but the defense was great. Actually, two years ago, the defense for the Broncos was not that good mm-hmm. at all. So Evero stepped in and, and really improved the defense in a lot of ways, and that's as he lost his uh, chub, the edge rusher to trade halfway through the season. So I like him. He's still like relatively fresh in the conversation. And I don't, I don't think in terms of like head coach attributes, he hasn't displayed as much now as my top three, which are Steichen from Philadelphia at number three. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm sorry. Steichen and Gannon, I've got tied at number two. Okay. So Steichen You'd be and good Gannon, with either one. Yeah. And then D'Amico is uh, up there, numero uno, a number one. Yeah. He's the guy. For all the reasons, including he's shown that administrative and uh, leadership side as a coordinator. His players absolutely gush about him. He is the guy by far that I see the most people adamantly saying, oh, yeah, he's just unlike anybody I've ever been around. Like, this is... This is what we're talking. You're talking about winning a damn Super Bowl. You're not talking about, well, gosh, everybody else is like, they hire offensive coordinators, and sometimes it works out. And usually most that's what most people are doing. So, like, why not, man? Because you're not hiring an offensive coordinator. You're hiring a head coach. Sound like the guy from South Park. If um, I don't even know which one. If, I've, uh, so, like, okay, so Steichen is the offensive coordinator that's highest on my list. Yep. If I felt like he had the same attributes as D'Amico in terms of people absolutely gushing about him as a leader, as a person, um, all those things, then it would be really tough not to choose the offensive mm-hmm. guy. 
Uh, and the offense, the tiebreaker always goes to the offensive guy. But every single year, these guys who aren't genuine leaders or head coaches get hired, and they end up being mediocre and disappointing. And and I do believe there's a, I believe a lot of potentially really good coaches who are either defensive coordinators or special teams coordinators don't get their shot. And yet, if you look at five of the top six uh, NFL coaches in terms of tenure, how long have they been with their team? Five of them are non-offensive coordinators. They're yep. either special teams coordinators or defensive coordinators. Andy Reid's the only one of the six guys who have been around the longest who's an offensive guy. So if, if you just want to shoot for par, if you just want to be middle management your whole life and wish you were driving a better car than you are, then by all means, go with the go with the flow. Go with the trends. Go with the crowd. But if you're actually genuinely trying to be the best of the best in every category possible, then there is no other choice. You choose D'Amico. You, you've come up with some good numbers to, to help back up not having to be hooked on an offensive coach the last couple of days. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Five, five of the six most tenured are either defensive or special, <clears throat> excuse me, special teams background. 17 of the last 22 Super Bowl winning coaches. Is that the number? Yeah, have, well, no, have, no. A, have a non-offensive coach. No, background. they're also. It's also or no. They don't. They violate some of the rules of things you're not supposed to do. Because gotcha. I included retreads in that. Retreads. That's so what retreads. It was. And also, if you include, maybe if you don't like retreads, but if you throw in there, um, if you throw in there, a spread quarterback for yeah. a long, long time, you know there would be no Drew Brees or Pat Mahomes. Can't win a Super Bowl with those guys. Yep. And uh, you can't you can't win a Super Bowl with a defensive coach or a special teams coordinator. All those things they fall by the wayside. So, like if you're if you're going to tell me that Tomlin was a bad hire, or if you're going to tell me that Belichick was a bad hire, that John Harbaugh was a bad hire, or any of those guys were bad hires because there weren't offensive coordinators, I'll, I'll retort with uh, I will throw a heaping stinking load of bad offensive coordinator head coaches at you. Um. Is the well drying up for Sean Payton, and do the Texans have competition, stiff competition, for D'Amico Ryans? That is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. 
Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 